Welcome to the study of God's Word recorded live at Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. To learn more about the many resources available through Abounding Grace Media or to tune into our live stream services, visit us online at calvaryco.church or download our free Calvary Church app. Now let's open our Bibles and study God's Word. God, we're so thankful. I am so thankful for this team. As I think about all that you did, um, it, stirs, it stirs my heart, God, to see your faithfulness. Um, I pray that this time would be a time of remembering, God, all that you did, um, all that you're continuing to do within our hearts, even right now. God, as you continue to stir, God, what you started maybe in Newark or even as we were preparing, and you're continuing to do now. We pray for this time that you would use it, Lord, effectively to communicate your love, to communicate, Lord, steps of faith, to communicate to this church and beyond um, the blessing of, of cooperating with you. Um, when you would stir and lead to take steps of faith in obedience, what it looks like, um, how you use uh, just ordinary people who are available, you, you give ability to those who are available to do great things. And, and we are tonight a testimony of you doing great things um, outside of our own strengths. And so lead us, Lord, fill us with your spirit. Would you glorify yourself, Jesus, here in this place? And it's in your awesome name that we all pray. And everyone said, amen. Well, the first picture we wanted to, to put up there is uh, Pastor Ray and Ruthie. Uh, they pastor uh, the Rock Christian Fellowship in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, Ray has become a dear friend, uh, someone that I um, can just talk to on a whim, someone that uh, encourages me and um, is a huge blessing to just be around. I know this whole team, um, f- uh, five of the six that went last year are also on this team. And a big part of that is Ray and Ruthie and just how welcoming they are, uh, the testimony that they are. And so this is Ray and Ruthie. You can go to the next picture. This is the Rock Christian Fellowship in Newark, New Jersey. This is the, the church building. I think it was, it was built in the 1800s. Uh, so it's been there for a long time. And uh, now they are entrusted with overseeing a building that people come to and hear about uh, the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can go to the next page. This is the inside of that church building. They've done a lot of renovations to it. They have um, just done an amazing job keeping it um, in a place where it's usable uh, for the gospel and for fellowship. All right, the the next next one. All right, so this is Zeb and Avi. If you look at if you look at that ground, that ground was with was filled with grass and mostly weeds, about waist high. So um, if you can pause it there, Matt, um, we were delayed. We, our flight was canceled. We were supposed to fly out on a Tuesday at 5.45 a.m. And on Monday evening at 10 p.m., you, uh, I, I almost said the airline. I'm not going to say the airline. The airline canceled our flights <laughs> at 10 p.m. And so that meant um, myself and my wife were scrambling, trying to get 14 of us uh, on the same flight to Newark, and um, that didn't happen. So what ended up happening was there were 14 of us on many different flights 
flying in on early Wednesday morning. And so we were, um, we essentially lost a day of ministry. And so we got there around 8 a.m. It took about a couple more hours. By 11 11 a.m. is when we got our rental cars. And by 12 p.m., we were all at the church, went and got lunch. And by about 1.20 p.m., um, these guys were already hard at work um, helping with a project that uh, Pastor Ray asked us to do, and that was to build a patio uh, for their church. And so by 1.20 p.m., uh, this is what it looked like. Uh, there was weeds about waist high, and they were, they were busy working. Um, and so throughout the week, different people went back there. Zeb was back there the whole time just plugging away, getting things done. It was about 60, 60% humidity, uh, about, I would say, high 80s, mid 90s uh, the whole week. And so um, they were working. They were working. And so you can go to the next one. This is what it looked like, I would say, uh, maybe 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, that same day. Um, so they got it all leveled out. Um, yeah, so as you can see, there was just a lot of work um, as we hit the ground running. All right, you can go to the next one. This is most of the team in, in our 15-passenger van. Uh, don't mind the, you know, the, the five people in one row. We, were, we did things legally. We did things correctly. Um, I think they were just taking a picture for this. Right, team? Yeah, right. All right. Um, all right, next picture. Uh, so one of the projects that some of the team did was they organized the kitchen in the church. And so this is a great picture of Lisa just um, organizing and getting stuff done. All right, you can go to the next one. This is uh, our group preparing. Uh, we, had a, we did a, um, a meal every night. What we did for the whole week was we did a, a leadership training, a servants and leadership training for their uh, volunteers and for their pastoral team and their, their leaders. And so every night they would come about 6.30 p.m. and we would have uh, refreshments and food for them to just come in and be able to uh, receive and to be blessed. So they didn't have to worry about anything. They didn't have to prepare anything. Our, our whole team essentially worked all day, prepared uh, right before 6.30 meals and refreshments for them. And then when they got there at 6.30, they were able to fellowship, have some food, and then by, by about 7.15, we did some training, some teaching, some worship, and then a Q&A every night from Wednesday to about Saturday. Um, so we were there to kind of just really encourage and bless the people at that church. All right, you can go to the next one. This is Caliette, uh, and this is her sleeping. Um, she, she worked hard. Um, as, as young as she is, she worked hard, and um, we all worked hard. We all, we all felt this. When we, uh, when we saw her doing that, we were like, oh, and then everybody got their cameras out and started taking pictures, uh, but we felt this. We had, um, we had long nights and early mornings, and so we, um, we understood. Um, to, to, so you, it's not, it wasn't just Cal yet. You can go to the next one, and you can see um, it wasn't just Cal yet. Um, this was, uh, Avi, um, he's supposed to be watching the kids and he put a video of VeggieTales on and, um, and he just went to sleep. 
Uh, Avi was also working really hard. Um, I can't say it enough. I've said it to this team, but I want to I wanna say it to you, our fellowship family. I am so proud of this team. Um, with, the, with, the, with our flight cancellations, with everything that was thrown at us, um, they just kept the right perspective. They had the right attitude, and it challenged me because when I saw that flight cancellation, I was like, someone's, get, someone's about to get something. And, um, and um, you know, they just kept the right attitude. Maybe, maybe God wants to do something different. And, and it, so it's super challenging for me. I'm so proud of them and all that they did. Um, and so even, you know, Avi falling asleep, we, we give him a hard time. But, uh, you know, for me, it was, it was he, he needed it. He's a, young, he's a young man growing and he needed to sleep. All right, what else do we got there, Matt? We threw them a servant appreciation party. Uh, so we had, a, we had a morning service on Sunday. We had a two-hour turnaround to transform their building into a luau. And so this is what they walked into um, as they came back into church. You can go to the next one. This was Bree um, setting up some flesh, fresh flowers for them um, for their tables. You can go to the next one. This was Stephen and Carrie setting up some... Uh, some, some uh, pineapple and watermelon skewers. Um, okay, go to the next one. We were just busy all, the whole time. This is what their sanctuary looked like during their servant appreciation party that we threw for them. We got to, uh, just, to just bless them. We made them a bunch of food, a bunch of Hawaiian food. We, um, we just gave away a bunch of stuff for them to encourage them and bless them. Um, yeah, all right, the next one. All right, so here's some more pictures of that back patio. Here's Keegan overseeing, right? That's what you're doing. You're, you're overseeing what was going on. All right, the next one. So this is what it started to look like. Okay. Um, here's, here's the pergolas going up. We had to, um, we had to teach uh, a lot of the people there what a pergola was. They didn't know what a pergola was. And so, um, all right, you can go to the next one. And here, here they are, uh, take, taking, a, taking a break. Um, Avi was eating most of the time also. He, if he wasn't sleep, that's cake, yeah. That's chocolate cake. Um, if he wasn't sleeping, he was eating. And um, I'm sure Avi will comment on that when he gets the mic. Um, all right, next picture. And this is what it looked like. Um, yeah. So, so from Wednesday at 1.20 p.m. to about Saturday, so about 3 p.m. Uh, Wednesday was the picture right there on the, on the left of the picture, and on the right, that's Saturday. So from Wednesday to Saturday, that's, what, that's the transformation. Um, yeah, really cool to see what the Lord was able to do with, um, with these guys. All right, next picture. And this was our team. Uh, this was uh, our team plus some of the people from The Rock. This was Sunday evening. Uh, I don't know why we decided to go out late at night. Uh, we were exhausted. Uh, you could tell by the picture. Um, but we took a picture. That's the Empire State Building right behind us. Um, just really, really great time together. And I think that's it. Uh, yep, that's it. So why have a, an update 
uh, for this trip? Well, because again, we is the language of ministry, right? You, you as the church were just as much a part of this trip as we were going. You know, we couldn't have gone if we weren't sent. And so we wanna share with you the blessing of what God did. Um, the book of Revelation chapter 12 Verse 11 tells us this, they overcame him, speaking of the devil, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. So it's important for us to be able to share or to testify what God has done. So having these nights where we get to share our testimony, share the goodness of God, part of the life of the believer is God's testimony in our lives, taking steps of faith, in obedience to the call of God offers to us a deeper testimony of God's faithfulness. And, I, and I'm sure every, each one of these people on this stage with me would say that they have a deeper testimony of God's faithfulness because they went on this trip. This trip is a step of faith in obedience. And now God's testimony in this group is, is something that we can testify of, we can share, that God is working today, and that he is worthy to be magnified because of all that he's done in each one of our lives. And so I wanted to share, um, we wanted to share, open it up for questions. I'm going to ask some questions and want to offer some time for these guys to share what God did, how God stirred them. And so the first question um, is, how did God speak to you on the trip? And what specific thing did God do to grow you? In that, and so we'll start with Stephen. So I would I would say for me, um, I can remember the I don't know if it was the first day we got there or when we started to first meet the people of the Rock Fellowship. I just felt like God really impressed upon my heart. This is what it's about. Um, this is part of of why you're here is is to serve others, to take that step of faith. And for me, this was my first mission. So just being able to experience that, meet those people. And just seeing the smile on their faces, uh, just for us being there, um, I think you told a story about how one of them asked, like, oh, you guys came back type of thing. And so just to be a part of that, just to be able to share love and just to take some weight off of their shoulders for a week or however long we were there, um, it was really good. So I just felt like really God was just telling me this is, this is what it's all about. Keegan? Yeah, I'd love to share. And if you have your Bibles, I want you to check out 2 Timothy chapter 4. Check out 2 Timothy chapter 4, because when Ian, Pastor Ian invited me on the trip, it was because uh, Pastor JJ was no longer able to fulfill uh, the, his initial uh, desire to go back, because when Pastor Ian said that five of the six uh, from the trip uh, in 2021 went out there. Uh, all six of them wanted to go back. It was Pastor JJ that was unable to for uh, some other commitments that he had back here in town. Um, so Ian asked me if I would, if I would join the team. And during that um, stage and season of, of when he asked, I was, uh, I was really resonating. I'm going to get closer to you yeah? so that the camera... Oh, oh. Well, the camera's not moving to you. Oh, it doesn't like me. That's okay. That's all right. It's, it's Joy back there. Joy, you don't want to... She doesn't want to see me. That's all right. <laughs> No, but in Second uh, <laughs> uh, Timothy chapter four is is really what the Lord had impressed on my heart 
uh, as I was praying through uh, if I would go on this trip or not. And so here's what it says. It says, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. And it was a quick yes for me uh, to go on this trip. And even though it wasn't a uh, youth focused trip, it was definitely something that I knew uh, that the Lord would have me to go on. And it was really interesting how that verse played out to be ready in season and out of season, whether it's convenient or inconvenient, favorable or unfavorable. And uh, what Pastor Ian didn't expand on is when we left, when our flight got canceled, uh, the, all of the all the layovers and all of that for a bulk of us, except for little brother Avi over here, all of us were on, uh, you know, had layovers. And I think for most of us, it was Phoenix, right? And so, and then we leave Phoenix to go uh, to Newark. And it was like, I literally didn't sleep like that night, like that Tuesday into Wednesday was like very little sleep. So we, when we hit the ground running, we're hitting the ground running with no sleep, but just be ready in season and out of season. That first Wednesday, uh, I was, uh, that was my scheduled time to share uh, for the servants and leaders. And again, I'm just, I'm kind of in this fog from travel, from the rental car counter was a whole fiasco, but be ready in season, out of season. And the, I think the word went forth and, and the Lord used me. Uh, the next day, I wasn't, they, they had not, part of my responsibility was really, Ian had asked me if I would help out with uh, uh, the Wednesday teaching and a Saturday breakout. That was what my initial assignment was. And you know, I knew like, okay, coming on the trip as one of the pastors with the church is going to be more than that, right? But uh, it was, it was uh, the Thursday, they do a youth, they, you, that's when they do their youth group. And uh, the pastor, pastor's wife, Ruthie, asked me if I would, uh, if I would take on the, the, the youth that night. And it was, it was one of those where she kind of warned me. She said, well, some of the kids are, are pastors and, and leaders' kids. Um, some of them from the community, you know, they, they're, they're kind of hard. Uh, they don't necessarily receive people from the outside very well. So they're, not, they're unchurched. Uh, so I'm not sure how they're going to respond, if they're going to stay, if they're going to listen. Uh, you know, and it, it was one of those that that Thursday night, let me just tell you in short, went really well. And the verse that Ian shared in Revelation 12 uh, I just shared my testimony, and I shared with them uh, where I was at in, in middle school and high school as a young adult, how I came to the Lord. And it was a cool testimony to that particular night was um, on that Thursday night as Ruthie came to me after the youth service, and she said there were three kids in particular uh, that usually just pop in and leave before the teaching. She said they sat there the whole time. They were listening, uh, and, they, and you know, it's just, it's just kind of a cool uh, part of that testimony, but be ready in season and out of season. And then that night, you know, it's late, and Pastor Ray, <laughs> Pastor Ray says, Keegan, do you have another one in your pocket? And what he was saying is, do I have another teaching? And he was asking me to teach uh, the Sunday service for the church. And Ian laughed. It was, his laugh was, was hilarious because he did kind of warn me, although I wasn't planning on, on teaching. He's like, I think Pastor Ray is going to ask you to teach. And sure enough, I should have been ready, right? I should have already, but I, 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 I prepared a, a teaching uh, there on, on one of those days. And all the while, you know, we're doing these things at night and working with Brother Zeb and Avi and, and Mike uh, during the day out there on the, on the patio. So it was just really cool. Uh, then, the, you know, of course, the Saturday breakout session, Lord used me to talk about youth ministry and children's ministry, and then I taught on Sunday. So be ready in season and out of season. I really just saw how that played out. So the Lord really ministered that and, and taught me the importance of just being ready to answer the call, to be ready for ministry, and uh, just always being ready. And it's a picture of abiding too. So anyway. Yeah. Anybody else have something they'd like to share as well? Yeah? Javi? 
Um, I think the Lord used me uh, with like service, um, just kind of helping out that first day with the patio and not really knowing what I would get into. But it wasn't till like two days later when I actually started talking to people because I'm a bit shy and awkward like that. Um, and so I actually was able to talk to like grownups in, the, in their community and then also like young adults and even talking with the kids that I ended up watching over at the night when I wasn't sleeping um, was like when I really started to notice this is why I was here um, because I, I, I already feel like I have that service heart and so like helping out with tasks isn't much for me. But I know as soon as I cross that bridge to like talking to people and opening up and really having those meaningful conversations, that's when God is like, okay, that's what you were here for. And so I was able to have um, quite a big bit of talks with uh, like three individuals I can think of. And I was just like, they're still uh, impressed in my heart. And so and I, I knew that that was how God was using me, not just through the things I was doing that during the day or even at night. And even with the kids, some of the kids, we only had like three, but then one night we had like six. And so that was just like able to talk with kids. And so that was, um, that'd be the conversations I ended up having, yeah. Thanks, Avi. Um, can you guys share some of the highlights of the trip? Like something that, man, just impacted you, impacted your heart, something that, um, was just unexpected. That was really amazing that the Lord did. Um, let's start. Let's start with. Um, no one's making eye contact with me now. Uh, let's start with Bree. Yeah, let's let's do it, Bree. So just um, a highlight. Just I don't know. For me, going back in there, just it's like walking in, walking into here, walking back home. Um, so yeah, just getting into the church, seeing the people that I got to to serve with last year. And just the biggest highlight for me, I mean, I'm a, I'm a servant generally, um, so I enjoy that kind of stuff, but it was just such a blessing for me. Um, even though last year we served alongside them doing uh, VBS, but this year just serving them, not letting them cook food and prepare things or get things ready, but really just being there. And I don't know, I like to surprise people. So just for us to get it all done and all put together and then for them to walk in and just see this beautiful food and all these smiling faces and people just excited to talk to them and, and serve them and, and that kind of thing. So it was good. Lisa, you have any, anything to add? Um, probably along the same lines of what, of what Bree was sharing. I think the, the biggest highlight was just meeting the people. Um, because they're on fire for the things of the Lord and just um, their love for each other in the community. Um, but it was so cool to just come in and just be able to take some of the weight of ministry off of them and just serve them in, in their own home. It would be like someone coming into your home and taking care of your house, serving you your meals, and, you know, reading your Bible to you and, like, just serving you. And it was just, it was just really, really cool. I mean, every night we had a different theme meal that we laid out for them and it was just a surprise every night. And then, I mean, the, the luau was off the chain. If you ever been to any of our servant appreciation, servant appreciation parties, it was like 
that like tenfold. It was just, um, it was just such a blessing to just freely give everything that the Lord had um, prepared us for and for us to just lay it all out for them. Um, that was probably my biggest highlight. Let's go on this side. You want to share something? Yeah. All right, Keegan. You know, I think one of the, the biggest highlights in the trip were the connections. Like, life, like, it, it was more, much more than just a short-term trip because I feel very connected uh, with so many of the people that we got to minister with and to. And it was one of those things, it's like, I, I knew God was going to use me and he was going to use the team there on the trip. But I also, like, I had this sense like God had something for me. God had something for us. And a big part of that was just having that personal connection with Pastor Ray and his wife, Ruthie, Pastor Greg and his wife, Michelle, Pastor Israel and his wife, Tori, and all their kids. And then so many in their congregation, like there were just, uh, I have in my notes, just people that I was reminded on our last day there, like I've got to write this, some of these things down, write down names, uh, remember uh, little things to pray for. And, uh, you know, there was a brother, Sal. So if he's watching, highlight to Sal. Uh, I converted him to the Broncos, by the way. So all the, you know, Bronco fans, I know we're not starting off well, but had one, one conversion for Broncos, many salvations. No. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was just, you know, Sal and I had a good connection and just his, his testimony was just deep. And I'll, I'll spare that for the sake of, of this, but just a deep testimony and just hearing uh, some of the things that he had been through. Uh, and then a young brother, his name is Unique. Uh, and and was, what's cool is like, you know, we, he, his number was shared uh, from Pastor Ray. Uh, he called me yesterday. We were talking and he's asking for some additional prayer for his life. And, you know, he's like, hey, I want to come out to Colorado. And as we're talking, he's like, books a flight. And I'm like, hey, we'll host you, you know. And so he's coming out in November. Uh, you know, Sean, uh, Brother Sean, one of the guys there at the church, I uh, come into a thank you letter from him. And I'm sure some of us uh, got that letter as well. Just really cool. So my, the big highlight was those connections were more than just a short-term connection. Like they're really, uh, really lifelong. Like the body of Christ is just, uh, just expansive. It blows my mind to think of the brother and sisterhood we have and how quick we can make those connections. So it was really good. Yeah, it's so good. I think one of the things that really stirs me on for mission trips, uh, for short-term mission trips, is just remembering that the church of, of Christ, the church of Jesus Christ, is bigger than the four walls that we meet in. And so when we gather together with different believers in different places, we're reminded that God is doing a great work all over. And when we have that connection point, those relationships can go really deep, really quickly. And we can do that here, right? We can do that within these four walls. We can do that with just meeting someone that we're sitting next to and just saying like, hey, I, I wanna be able to have you invest in my life and also me invest in your life. And those, those relationships can be just as deep as quickly as the ones that we make um, on mission trips. But yeah, one of the things that I love about leading mission trips, short-term mission trips, is just being able to see what God is doing, tangibly be able to see what God is doing um, in different um, areas of the world and even in the U.S. Um, Kaya. How about you, Cheryl? Any, what's, what's a highlight for you? Uh, okay. Uh, I got to say, hanging out with the teens on the porch. What do they call it? Stoop. I never heard that before. So I learned something. 
But that was fun hanging out with kids my age um, on the stoop uh, at night and just hanging out and talking. It has been my first doing that. So I got to say that was my highlight. Yeah, I think another highlight was um, my friend Carrie here. She learned what a bodega was. Um, she could never say what a bodega was, but she learned what a bodega was. What's a bodega? Um, it's a store that you can... No, not a pergola, Avi. It's the store <laughs> that you can get water from. Water and ice is where, where we buy, yeah. Um, Amanda, you have a highlight? Um, so I would just say uh, my highlight was really just seeing the, um, the fruitfulness of obedience. Um, and having gone there last year, just my husband and I, um, we went again this year and we took three of our five children. Um, and that um, was really challenging, but I'm talking about highlights. So uh, it was challenging um, just serving together as a family and the extra dynamic that that brings. But it's also incredibly fruitful to see that so many of the things that we jumped into after we came back from New Jersey last year uh, really prepared us for what we did this time around. Um, so we, we really had been preparing all year long and learning what it looks like to serve together, uh, to tolerate one another, <laughs> to put on public faces when things are a little grumpy inside, um, but still serve with that authenticity. Um, and, um, and so it was just so good um, to see how the Lord had been preparing us um, and, and we didn't even know it. And so uh, that's a highlight for me. I think a highlight for me um, was just being able to get the, to know these guys as we prepared. Uh, we spent about two months preparing and and um, just getting ready. I got to know um, some of the, the great qualities uh, as we were preparing and some of the not so great qualities as we were there. As you know, you get grumpy and you, you know you haven't slept for a day. Your flights get canceled. Um, but um, this team made that trip. Um, this team made that trip what it was. Um, and so a highlight is just each person. Um, Michael, who's not here with us, included, you know, just being able to, go, he went on the trip last year, being able to go with him again. Um, and just to see how God was um, handpicking the right people to go, you know, whether it was um, Zeb, like that, that patio and that pergola, um, I could never have seen that from seeing the weeds, right? We got there and they said, could you build us a patio? And we opened the door. We're like, nope. <laughs> nope. And, um, and Zeb had a totally different picture in his mind. And what we saw in that picture was a big part because of Zeb and how God brought, stirred Zeb to go on this trip, put him on this team. Um, you know, uh, another thing that we got to do excuse me, that was a highlight is um, Saturday was a long day. We had breakout sessions. A lot of us from the group taught. We had, um, we, we served them a meal. Um, just we're serving Zeb and the, and the team finished the, the, the patio and the pergola. And we as a team decided, you know what? 
Avi has been talking about Carlo's Bakery. Have you, have you guys know what Carlo's Bakery is? Yeah, um, Buddy, he's, a, he's the cake boss, right? It's in Hoboken, New Jersey, which is like 30 minutes from where we were at. And so as a team, we're like, we, we need to just bless Avi tonight. And so Avi, I think Avi went on this trip because he was, he was trying to get to, to, that, ba- to that bakery. And so we, we were tired. We, um, we, we were working all day and we were like, let's just do it. Let's just drive up to Hoboken. And um, we didn't tell Avi. And, uh, and man, to see the smile on Avi's face when we got there two minutes before closing and, and, and just ordered a bunch of, of um, cannolis. <laughs> Um, it was such a, it was such a blessing. That was a highlight just to see, man, you get to be a part of a team. You, you work your heart out, you serve your heart out and the Lord just blesses you with little things like that, um, was such a huge highlight. Um, and, um, yeah, just being able to see all that God did, uh, was a huge highlight for me going to see Ray and Ruthie. That was a huge highlight. Relationships were another highlight. Um, I know for some of you guys, it was our first mission trip. Um, what were some of the expectations you had and how did it actually turn out? I think Stephen wants to share first and then maybe we can have somebody else share. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was my first mission trip. Um, and I remember in the meetings leading up to it, I think it was the very last meeting, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you asked us, are, are we nervous about anything? And my answer was, I'm nervous about doing it right because I've never been on a mission trip. I don't, I don't know what doing it right looks like. Um, and I think, like I said earlier, the moment I got there and we got to meet the people, it, there, there's not like a blueprint for this. I just think it's about what's in your heart for God and, and are you willing to serve and just be faithful in it. It just made me think of, you know, Isaiah when, when he's saying, you know, here I am, Lord, send me. And that's just what I wanted to be. So. Um, I think doing it right is just being available, being ready to, to be used by the Lord in any way, you know, whether that's coming off of little sleep, um, like Keegan, see, Keegan said, being ready in season and out of season. Are you willing to, to do it through the bad times when, when your flight is canceled and you have to fly the other way and then go to the destination or um, yeah, getting up early, going into a hotel that smells like cigarettes all the time uh, and the, the issues we had there, but are you willing to, to die to yourself and, and get through the hunger and you've been standing all day and the physical pains? Um, so I just think, you know, for me, it was just really rewarding to be able to go out there just to be able to be used by God, um, how I was able to. Avi, want to share? Um, this was actually not my first missions trip. Uh, when I was a youth, I went on a youth trip so to Portland. Um, but... My expectations were kind of really open, actually. Um, I, was, I wasn't nervous about going on the mission trip itself. I was just nervous about being someplace new. Um, and so as soon as I am someplace new, I can usually assimilate really quickly. And so just kind of the message all summer was like, be available, be available. And um, then the mission trip became a possibility, and then I just jumped into it. And so I was actually super excited because I was like, well, what am I waiting for? And I figured it out. Um, and then just like once we got into the 
Um, once I got into the airport, I was just kind of sitting there for a while, and I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, now I'm here, and it's not so so different. Why was I being worried? Um, and then that was just, like, calmed the nerves, and so just my expectations ended up being, like, blown out of the water because uh, just growing with this team um, was just, like, easier. Like, in a bigger team, we were all doing it together, and it just, like, seemed um, significantly easier. And uh, so... My expectations were minimal to begin with, but they were just like also like dissipated really quickly because of how God used us on the trip. Anybody else have like expectations that they went on the trip with, but then God totally just shattered that expectation? Um, anybody have something to share? Because this was your first trip too, right, Carrie? Yeah, All right. Yeah, it was my first trip. And just similar to Stephen, I didn't know what to expect. In fact, I was thinking to myself, so am I going to be used? How can I be used? Will I be effective? And, and, and the thing that kept coming to me was, of course, Second Timothy, be ready in season and out of season. And um, I think um, even leading up to the, the day of our flight, I couldn't sleep. I probably slept a half hour. And then I heard my phone ping, ping, and there it was. Our flights were canceled. And I just thought to myself, um, and I'll back up a moment because I did pray. I did pray and say, you know, I'm, I'm going and I'm going to do this, God. And, and, and I know I'm going to do anything that you'd need me to do. Just lead me to it. And, um, you know, just show me that, you know, that, that this is all going to be okay and, and just calm my nerves, just, just help me rest. And that's when the pinging happened and I just thought our flights were canceled and I started laughing and I just thought, wow, you've got a sense of humor. And so, I mean, I, I, it kind of actually made me relax a little and say to myself, you know what, I can do this. I'm going to be used. And um, although I didn't know what to expect, I think what was really valuable is the people we went with, the people that had already gone, um, having our conversations um, during our meetings with Pastor Ray and, and Lindsay. Um, and um, I, I felt like um, that, that was just great and, and, and helped kind of calm that, you know, oh my goodness, I'm nervous and what am I going to do kind of thing. So, yeah, I, that's my, my testimony. Awesome. Um, from this trip, how, how has God um, stirred you after taking this trip? What's God been doing? What's God been speaking to you? Uh, I'm going to start with Lisa, and then I'm going to go from Lisa to Matthew. I'm going to give Matthew some time. We, uh, the team knows Matthew needs time to process. So I'm going to give you some time, Matthew. <laughs> how has God stirred you? from this trip. So Lisa's going to answer, and I'm going to give Matthew some to Matthew's going to go next. Um, so this trip for me was just the Lord um, showing up just in his faithfulness. And um, there's been a verse that he's been shaking out in my life over the last year, and um, that he just used this trip to just really, like, put that verse into neon signs in my life. Um, and the verse specifically is Romans 12, 4 through 5, and I'll read it in the NLT. It says, 
Just as our bodies have many parts and each part a specific function, so it is with Christ's body. And we all belong to each other. And then it continues on to talk about the spiritual gifts, which Pastor Ed has just gone through. Um, But the part that the Lord has really been speaking to me about is that we all belong to each other. Um, And um, so this kind of has come out of a season where just because of some trials and some sickness in my life, um, I've been kind of more isolated and just unable to do things uh, the way that I used to, and it's been a a year of recovery. Um, And so when they talked about Pastor JJ, so JJ's my husband, and um, he was pumped that this trip was coming up, and he was so excited to get to go, and he was like, Lisa, you've got to come with me on this trip. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, if you want me to go, we'll go. And then, like Ian was sharing, um... As we started preparing for the trip, he had to bail out for some some commitments that came up that he had to tend to, and it was just like, um, all right, well, am I still going to go? Like, I was going because my husband was really stirred up to go, and he wanted to share in this with me, and um, so I really had to wrestle before the Lord, like, um, am I still going on this trip? Um, And the Lord was a yes, and it was because of this verse. It was the idea that we all belong to each other. We all have some gift, something that the Lord is working in us and through us um, that only we can give to other people. Um, And after having spent kind of a year in kind of a, um, kind of, I don't want to say isolation, but like, I just really had to step down from a lot of things because I just wasn't physically able to participate or to do things. Sometimes I couldn't even get out of bed. Um, So just in the last few months have I even regained some pretty significant stamina. And so the Lord was like, yes, you belong and I'm going to use you. Um, So I had a lot of concerns going into this trip, which were um, mostly like, physically, am I even going to be able to keep up? And as you guys have already heard, like this, for for me, this was a very, very physically grueling trip, but I know that it was also just part of the the warfare because the Lord made it clear that I was going to go. And I also got the opportunity to do one of the breakout sessions for the women and teach and Um, I had a lot of anxieties around like, you know, we weren't necessarily given a topic. We were just told, hey, you're going to teach the ladies. And so um, this verse was my inspiration and motivation for what I taught. And and even in this, like the Lord showed up faithful because I didn't have a whole lot prepared before I left because I just sensed from the Spirit that like, you're not going to know what to teach until you meet the people. Um, so it was once we got there and started interacting, connecting, and just really getting a feel for who they were and what the Lord was up to in their, in their ministries and in their church and in their community, um, that he was just faithful to give me what I needed in the moment. Um, so, yeah, so that's, yeah. that's it. Great. Matthew, Mr. Matthew Kadena. Um, so for me was, uh, this is the second year 
um, that that I went um, last year. Last year was more of um, let's say both both were more uh, the same. You know, we've we've received a lot from them, um, just as just as we uh, we can give to them. I mean, we've we've got we've got um, we've got twofold back. I mean, it was just uh, it was just an encouragement from uh, from the leaders there. Um, from uh, from the married couples and seeing how their family works with uh, um, um, Israel and Tori um, um, and, and and Greg and, and Michelle um, Ray and Ruthie as well and seeing seeing how their family functions and how they how they um, how they serve and and, and 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 give their time and and their efforts um, it just has encouraged um, has has encouraged us to well to con- to continue um, so. Um, last year was was more of um, said it. Uh, it was more of like a um, it was more of like a you know being jumped into a gang and and then this year was like I'm not I'm not getting out I'm not allowed out now so um, it was uh, um, it was just uh, sh- me showing me showing uh, an endurance uh, me being shown uh, uh, just uh, just being an an all-around tradesman, you know. I'm in the trades, and just being, you know, what they say is, uh, um, um, you're, uh, you're, uh, what do they say? Jack of all trades and a master of none, and that's and that's kind of uh, that's kind of the 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 way um, uh, you know serving and, and ministry works as well. Uh, we can we can stick to our our things that we're good at and, and what we know best and. Or even, uh, or even being up here speaking, speaking in front of people like that, which which Ian does was really well, and um, he's a good he's a good leader and host, and, and um, um, I appreciate having him uh, having him walk us through that and lead us to, to New Jersey. And um, but uh, you know, there's 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 a there's a time that you know um, you know we may be called to 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 do the same thing, and um, you know and. and um, so what I've got, what I've gathered from them, and, and, and is just just the endurance, uh, just the endurance, and and uh, you know not to give up. You know we can see people, you know especially I mean for for most of us we can look at athletes and say, oh man, that that guy had all the gifts, man. He had all the talent, and and um, and he didn't he didn't live up to that expectation that we had in our mind um, for him and uh, or her and and. and and the same here. Like we, we may see, we may have these gifts. We may, uh, we may have uh, um, these things that we may not even see in ourselves and, and know um, that is there. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's through groups like this. It's through the church family and um, seeing others, you know, um, do it before us. Um, um, that we can, we can just like we, I, I may not know where I'm going or or what that looks like. But uh, as we as we continue to uh, um, to press in and, and just be available. Just like Stephen said, you know there is no blueprint, um, but we just trust in the Lord that uh, that He's you know He's gonna um, you know He's gonna He's gonna see us through it. You know it get it does get difficult as it um, as it as it should, and and, it, and that just makes us even stronger um, um, to be uh, to be more developed, to be more ready when when uh, when uh, when we're asked to to teach, you know, two two times in one week, and um, you know be. Uh, be up in, but be up here on stage where uh, you know where we may not feel comfortable. We've, we've not been in front of the congregation like this before, and um, but as as uh, as it as it um, as we continue to 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 just um, put ourselves out there, 
um, to to be in be the th- be involved in the things of the Lord, what He has, um, what He has right in front of us. You know, whether that's at you know at, in the church or even in our jobs, those people He puts out in front of us as well, and and uh, to minister and love on them. You know, just show them that uh, that that uh, um, that um, that same love that 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 we show. You know, believers believers alike. Um, you know, we 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 do it to them as well, and. and um, and as we remember, uh, I just lastly uh, um, share something. On our way over here, uh, our three-year-old, he, he, uh, we were, he was, he was really, uh, uh, he seemed, he was really talkative. But uh, he, um, on his way over here, uh, we were talking about uh, what, what do you learn in class? And oh, he said, uh, you know, oh, how to, you know, to, to love Jesus. And uh, and and then he was like, oh yeah, really? And he said, uh, yeah, God. God likes that when you do that, and uh, and that was just that was just uh, you know just a really small reminder and it's real simple you know God does God does want us to love Jesus and and just make that our first um, you know you know uh, our first mindset of of like how how we're to go about our day and just uh, check in with Him and um, um, and just give you know make give Him those phone calls um, daily you know throughout the day. Um, you know, even if it's uh, even if it's uh, it's, you know, it's not much to say, or you don't have nothing to say at all. Just uh, just uh, just to check in and and and, and to to to, um, to say that I'm I'm still here and that that uh, and that uh, and that we wanna we wanna we wanna do them proud. That's that's uh, that's what I have. Matt, thanks. Um, I think that what what Matthew shared I think really ties in as we kind of wind this evening down. You know, as you've heard uh, these testimonies tonight, I wonder how God might be stirring you uh, to take steps of faith in obedience. I wonder how God might be stirring you, um, in you, a deeper testimony of his faithfulness, his provision, his timing. You know, it may not look like going on a short-term mission trip like this, although it could be, um, but maybe it's sharing something God has done or is doing in your life with someone at work this week. Maybe that's what faithfulness, taking a step of faith in obedience looks like for you. Uh, maybe it's sharing God's faithfulness to one of your neighbors or your close, close relatives. Maybe that's what it looks like to take this step of faith in, in obedience. But uh, tonight, this group is, is a testimony of, uh, of just how God is working, how God is moving, and how God is stirring. You know, how is God been working in your own life, how can you testify of God's goodness? You see, what was challenging for me on this trip um, was a canceled flight at 10 p.m., four hours on the phone, trying to get 14 people to Newark around the same time. It was flight delays even after the cancellation Right, we were delayed. Every flight that we were, I was on, was delayed, and yet God had appointments for us each time. We lost a day of ministry in Newark, but what we gained was time together as a team, experiencing the same thing. Um, I ended up meeting someone that comes to this church at the airport in DIA, who had her family had just gone through something traumatic, and I was able to minister to her and pray with her in the moment. Pastor Bob sent me an encouragement as we, we were talking about these difficulties about cancellations 
and delays. He said, God's timing is somehow involved with all of this. And um, I'm reminded of Acts 16, where the Holy Spirit forbids Paul to go to Asia, right? And so he ends up meeting this lady named Lydia. It says her and her household are saved, right? And then God uses Lydia and her household to proclaim the gospel. And then they, they end up shackled in prison, right? They're, they're, be, they're taking these steps of faith in obedience, and then they end up in prison, him and Silas, Paul and Silas, right? And then we, we read in Acts 16 this account, this great account where at midnight they're singing these psalms and hymns, and the, the walls begin to shake, and their shackles are loosed, and the guard there is about to, to kill himself because he knows that if these prisoners escape, it's his life. And they tell him, wait, don't, don't, don't do that, right? And then we see this account full, as it unfolds that not only does this guard give, give his life to Jesus, but his whole household is saved. And it's just these steps of faith, even if they don't look like what we expect them to look like, these steps of faith and obedience always lead to victory. I want you guys to understand that as a church. God is calling you to take steps of faith in obedience. And as you do that, they may not look like what you expected. They may be difficult and hard and very challenging. But these steps of faith and obedience will always lead to victory. Because God will always do something great with someone who is available and ready. We heard it so often in this group, ready in season and out of season. And I wanna encourage you and exhort you to, to just be available. Be available to share your testimony. Be available to say, God, it's me. I, I'm the one that needs to go. I'm the one that needs to do this. As you're led and filled by the Holy Spirit, God is gonna do great things in the steps of faith and obedience that you take. Um, can we give it up one more time for this team? Um, as, they, as they leave the stage and as the, as the worship team comes back up, I'm gonna hand it over to Pastor Keegan and he's gonna close the service. Awesome. As we, uh, as we wind down, if you're able to turn in your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 58. And we're gonna go into a time of worship and just kind of closing off. But it, it was something, uh, something interesting. I haven't shared this with many uh, people, but I was, uh, I've been having a hard time sleeping since I've been back from, from Newark, which is kind of a bummer. I was sleeping really, really good for a long time, right? And, uh, but you know, I, I wake up in the middle of the night. Part of it was just like jet lag and up early, all, all of the lack of sleep and things like that. Um, but what was really cool this past Sunday is I was, I was woken up, uh, but like kind of in a dream state where the, I just kept hearing this word, repair of the breach. And it, it's found right in scripture. It's Isaiah chapter 58, verse 12. And it says that those from, uh, from among you shall build the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the streets to dwell in. And, you know, just it was something that I'm still praying through and processing, but I just share that word with us as a church, that God is calling us far beyond these walls, but to be the repairer of the breach and the restorer of the streets to dwell. 
And just knowing as I look out here in the crowd and many familiar faces, many brothers and sisters in the Lord, it's a challenge for all of us. It's a challenge of how we're being ready in season and out of season. It's a challenge to step out for the sake of Jesus. Step out, as Pastor Ian was saying, in faith and in obedience. And God, as Isaiah would say, here I am, God, send me. And so would you pray with me as as we close off? I want to pray um, for our hearts, um, for those uh, in Christ, and also want to give an opportunity for those who who don't know the Lord as personal Lord and Savior. And part of being that repair of the breach is I just want you to understand and acknowledge today that there's a separation between you and your Creator. You feel it. You know it. And maybe today, whether you're here in this room, you're watching online, you know that God has been drawing you to Himself, and you hear a testimony of what God has done and you know that today's the day. So let's pray first uh, for our hearts as uh, followers of Christ. And Heavenly Father, we come before you today uh, wanting to be stirred and hearing testimony. God, and knowing that each and every day you're working that testimony out. God, for our good and for your glory. And Lord, I pray uh, for us as the body of Christ, as the body of believers, uh, that we go forth, God, that we that this message tonight and this testimony tonight would spread like wildfire, God, in our city, And we're grateful for the work you're doing in Newark. God, we're grateful for Pastor Ray and all the the wonderful brothers and sisters up there. And we pray that you continue to do that lighting work there. But we're praying for Aurora tonight, God. We're praying for the metro area. God, we're praying for the people in our jobs and in our homes, God, and in our lives. God, that you would use us. And here we are, Lord. Send us. And and as we're in a posture of prayer, God, I just want to pray for anybody in this room or anyone that can hear, whether right now, in person or even at a later date. God, and they just know it's time to get right with you. God, that they would acknowledge that they've made a mistake before their their creator, that they have sinned before you, God, that they recognize that they're in need of a savior. And Jesus, we know that you came and lived a perfect life, that you died a substitutionary death for us on the cross. Jesus, that you were buried, but you didn't stay there. You rose again from the grave. You proclaim that anyone who confesses unto me and believes unto me shall have life and life everlasting. And so, Lord, whoever you're drawing into personal relationship, I just pray that right now, God, that they would acknowledge that, that truth, and acknowledge you, Jesus, as Lord, that they would believe in their heart that you are risen from the grave, God, and they would anticipate in prayer, God, of all the things you have in store for them. So, Lord, we take up the call today to be repairers of the breach and restorers of the streets. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We pray that you've been encouraged by this Bible study delivered live from the sanctuary of Calvary Church. For prayer, call us at 877-30-GRACE. That's 877-304-7223. To listen to this message in its entirety or to join us for our live stream services, Visit us online at calvaryco.church or download our free Calvary Church app. Be blessed as you worship Jesus this week.